You're listening to another episode of BJJ Psychologist, and I'm your host, Dr. Yossi Pujols, uh, the clinical psychologist and jiu-jitsu practitioner. Today is Thursday, May 9th, 2019, and the topic today is how to roll in competition class or for some schools, live sparring or rounds training, whatever it is called, that time of the week that you and your teammates go all out <laughs> for rounds on end. Uh, so I'm bringing up the topic because it's it's been a point of interest uh, lately for me. I've been really trying to improve upon my own competition game, um, not necessarily adding new elements, but refining and improving upon the the skill set that I do have, um, and just kind of adding on the the next sequences to to that basic game. So when I go into competition class, you know, I go with the intent to recreate um, the competition environment. So um, taking the role seriously, planning out um, my sequences as I'm doing in uh, a live fight. And I think for me, the problem has become, okay, what do I do with the lower ranking um, teammates um, do I just go ham on them and, and tap them out like five times? Well, I can't do that on all the, the lower belts below me, but that, you know, um, statistically I'm able to, right? And most of us, um, in purple belt and above are able to, um, do extremely well, um, with the lower belts. That's just the nature of it. Um, so with knowing that, what are we to do? Do you go to to complete the role um, to submission, or do you, um, what I like to coin, uh, call um, catch and release? <laughs> like you hold the submission attempt and then you release it. And do you let them score points on you um, just to get yourself into uncomfortable situations or escape situations? Like how, how, do you, how much do you let happen um, versus just just pushing your your game and actually having a live sparring session. You know, part of me can see the the value of allowing a lower belt to work their game, but then at what point do you counter? Do you let them kind of get you into side control, for example, and then you escape to uh, advance yourself? Or do you allow them to work to the point where they're about to score or about to set something up really nicely and then you switch it? (laughs) So this seems a little bit detailed, right? But that's my thinking, you know, okay, I need to have the game plan set in place of how I'm going to roll with um, different uh, individuals on the map. And that, I think that's, that's key because if, if I'm practicing allowing others to advance their game, is that going to play out for me on competition day? I don't want to fall into the habit. I don't want to develop bad habits around allowing people to chase a submission on me, allowing people to sweep me, um, even though they're at a disadvantage being newer in jiu-jitsu, but am I... Am I okay to allow that? And I think that's been kind of my fear. Um, so I, I give enough wiggle room and transition to get close to, but I, I don't want to fall into the habit of giving stuff away. 
And I think psychologically for me and my experience, I've had to really work on a maintaining position as I guess everyone does. And um, figuring out what's the best way to roll with a lower belt that gives, that helps me and also helps them. So (laughs) one thing I would caution against One of the most frustrating things that I've experienced is I'm rolling, you know, on lower belt back in the day rolling and someone stops to coach me in the moment, like full on stops the roll. Like, hey, let me show you this real quick. I'm like, "Um, I'm still practicing here. It doesn't happen so much um, nowadays um, in, in the training environment that I'm in. But in the past, it's it's been um, a challenge. Um coaching afterwards or instructing afterwards is really great or like a little you know help like oh here grab this side not that side you know little things like that I think are very very helpful for for lower belts and it was helpful for me in the moment um (laughs) I I even get some instruction nowadays and I welcome it but it's it's minor it's not like let's pause the clock's still on and let me help you Um, But sometimes, you know, your partner may ask for that, like, hey, I'm stuck right here. Can you help me? Like, I even said that, but it's not um, live sparring session. It's drill class, technique class, open mat, something a little bit more relaxed. Because my goal on competition training is to recreate what I'm trying to do on competition day. And I think if you're not a naturally aggressive person like myself, it's very important to help yourself practice getting into that mode. And I think um, the, I guess, the side effect or possible side effect is that some people don't like that intensity, but you have to train for what your goals are. And if it's smashing (laughs) or attempting to smash and go all out, then so be it. You know, at the end of the day, it's you out there on that mat And you have to train how you feel will best give you that advantage. All right, until next time, you can feel free to hop over to Instagram and follow me at dr.yasi underscore fit. And have a great rest of the sunny day in Houston, Texas, and throughout the world. Whenever you are listening, I appreciate it very much. Thank you.